You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode got my uh first time actually got canon with me again yeah. uh we did a podcast what two three weeks ago maybe a month yeah, now about three yeah um canon loved it so much he wanted to be a co-host so <laughs> here he is um and i thought what perfect way to have him on for his first co-host than to you know in help interview someone that you shot houses for and someone that you know you know a lot more that about our guest than i do um yeah but yeah, our guest today is probably the most sought-after home builder, I think, in the Nicholas Hills area. Um, most people probably just want a picture of, the, of his house on the wall because it looks so cool. Uh, Mr. Randy Sutter, thank you so much for coming in. Hi. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, excited to... Uh, I'll take the compliment you just gave me. <laughs> I think so, right? I mean, a lot of people that I speak to is like, you know, see these houses or real estate agents like I met with... Um, Oh, I always forget her name, and she's going to kill me for it. Who does luxury? What's her name? Uh, Stacy. Stacy, of course. I met with Stacy, and she we were talking about real estate and stuff. Right. And one of the pages we were on, and she's like, "Oh yeah, changing the real estate game in Oklahoma," is I think is what she said. So, I think it's true. Um, but it wasn't always that way. Obviously, you know, you have people who build shit houses that look terrible, <laughs> and you do a great job of changing them and you know doing that kind of stuff. So, really excited just to dive in and. And talk a little bit about the story and obviously this has been a huge year for you getting married and you know got a little one on the way very soon what's happened this year probably by the time this comes out we will have a baby um super <laughs> yeah. excited for it's that i'm pretty sure close so how's things everything how's everything going at the moment it's good busy busy yeah one or two houses on the go at the moment yeah got one we just put on the market where Nichols hills um i don't see the fluctuation in in up and down because I go, you know, four to six months before I put another house on the market. So I don't really see that weird wave of people going, oh, the market's down right now. I don't really notice that because yeah. I'm, you know, got two or three I'm working on. One will come on the market and then um, I don't really notice it. It right. usually sells pretty fast. So I just, you know, keep my nose to the grindstone and keep I going. I think you've done a great job of just creating demand for them as well by doing one or two or three or four or whatever. Do you not, like you said, doing 10 and then right. thinking, oh, shit, I need to sell one, right? Well, the other thing, too, is I'm so anal and picky, which Kenan knows this because yeah. I'm like always trying to tell him <laughs> I get this shot a little bit different. But yeah. um, I can't I can't do more than maybe two or three at a time. And by the time you look up, a year's gone by and you've done four. Yeah. And you've worked, you know, 60 hours a week, busting your ass, trying to get it done, make sure it's done right. Yeah. And I'm hands-on every day at the job, which is different than a lot of these guys. They come drive by in the morning, check with their guys working and drive off, and I don't know what they go do, but I'm there almost all day, every day, on every yeah. job. So. It's a good thing you don't like playing golf. I don't because like that's probably golf. what they do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a golfer. That probably comes into play there. Yeah, definitely. Well, how like how did it all start? How did you get into thinking? You know, growing up, were you always thinking we always building stuff, Legos, whatever it is? Like thinking you wanted to become a home builder? Never. No. No. What were you into growing up? Uh, cars. Yeah. Cars, and we owned restaurants from when I was uh, 15 till I was 38. Okay. So I did that for 22 years, and uh, in the process, in my mid-20s, I realized my dad was uh, not going to pay me very well, so I thought, how am I going to make some extra money? And I bought a, you know, a repoed house, went in and put some carpet in and painted the cabinets and thought I had, you know, blown the doors off of a remodel. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people that still do that today. <laughs> And so I sold that house and, and made five grand on it, and I thought I had just killed it. And so then I did it again and lived in the house a couple of years, and then things in life changed, and I ended up selling that and kind of moved forward. But in the process, I was still working at the restaurant. Yeah. Uh, trying to make some extra money. Did you think of having, like, your own restaurants instead? Uh, I eventually did. Okay. When I turned 31, I ended up opening my own we had a chain of steakhouses and 
uh, I had done that, like I said, from 15 to 38, and at 31 I went on my own and opened okay. one up. And whereabouts uh, were they? It was we had one in Shawnee, Seminole, Omogi, Sepulpa, and Bixby. Okay. And, so is that kind of the area that you grew up in? Um, moved to Shawnee when I was a junior in high school. Uh, originally was from Texas. Mm-hmm. Moved to Quentin, Oklahoma, which is a dot in the road. Oh yeah. Uh, when I was eight. And we had a concrete company, and so I helped my dad do concrete till yeah. we moved to Shawnee when I was 15, and that's when we started the restaurant business. And okay. we were dirt poor and thought we had hit the jackpot. Yeah, what made the shift for like parents to decide restaurants? If you had my uncle stuff? had owned a couple in New Mexico. Okay, and uh, did really well. And my, like I said, we were. Yeah. Not doing so hot financially. And my dad was like, let's try this. And so we moved to Shawnee and it ended up going over big. And yeah. So that's how that started. Nice. I'm sure the concrete work is not, I mean, dealing with restaurants and working restaurants and, you know, kitchens and stuff is not as laboring, not as hard work as dealing with concrete and forms and all that heavy stuff. You know, with me as a kid, I didn't know any different. Okay. Um, when when you start doing it when you're eight or ten years old on on the weekends and through the after school in the summers right that's all you know i mean we had cows we hauled hay and did all that stuff yeah you didn't know any different that's just how you were raised right. so when we moved to shawnee i mean i literally thought we had moved to hollywood <laughs> i couldn't believe there was a big arcade there was more than one pizza hut yeah uh, you know it was like yeah. whoa that's this wild. is cool <laughs> yeah um, was like, so it sounds like you've come from quite an entrepreneurial family. Uh, my dad was, you know, he, he should have owned a pawn shop. I mean, he would, people would come in this, you know, steakhouse and want to trade him artwork for food and he would do it. So he would take trade on food for, you know, all kinds of stuff. And I think that kind of got in my blood. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. That's where that came from. Always just kind of looking for a deal, I guess, or something to work on and someone to make money. Right. So you said, you know, working in the restaurant industry a lot. Do you miss the restaurant industry? Zero. <laughs> no plans that was to have the hardest, a restaurant? That was the hardest. That's why this house deal seems so easy to me. Okay. Um, the restaurant, you know, you had to be there at 7, 30 or 8 o'clock in the morning. It closed at 10. You wouldn't get out till midnight. And I did that for 22 years. Yeah. I worked every Friday night, you know, for 22 years, and it got old. Yeah. And when, you know, when I got out of that and started doing houses, I was like, man, this is a piece of cake. Yeah. I is couldn't. Your, oh, sorry. Is your family still, like, involved in the, uh, no, restaurants? No. Uh, no. As uh, things, my dad was a lot older. He ended up passing <laughs> away in 2004, and things just kind of evolved. And mm-hmm. um, I ended up started messing with houses and. I had done it over the years of working at the restaurant, and I, we got to that point. I thought, you know, what am I going to do? Because uh, this is all I've done is work in the restaurant. And about it took about six months, and I went, you know, I've never lost money on a house. What, what am I been right. thinking? I was trying to find jobs. Um, thought I wanted to be a sales rep for, you know, a food company and was going to go to work at another restaurant. And I was like, I, I don't even know why I'm thinking this. And I, that's when I really started buying flips. Got you. How many houses did it take till that point? I um, like were you just doing. Like, so I would do one about side. every year to two years. Uh-huh. You know, I'd live in it a little yeah. bit, and somebody would, you know, say, I, you know, you interested in selling your house, and I, you know, I'd sell it with all the furniture, and I didn't care. I yeah. was, I wanted to make money. <laughs> yeah, and you obviously always had that from a young age. Just yeah. like, let's make money. How can we do that? And that was just. I think everything. that was just kind of in my blood. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was buying and selling cars my whole teen years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you have siblings? I have three sisters. Are they all kind of the same? No. Like, like with the nope. way you are, the way your parents are? I had are. three sisters. I was adopted. Okay. So I don't know who my parents are, where that came from. Uh-huh. And I have a half-brother. I call him a half-brother because uh, my dad, I feel like he was my real dad. Yeah. And um, so the, I, none of them are like that. Okay. Zero. That's fascinating. I'm like the oddball of the bunch. 
But growing up, like being around, you know, working all the time and being, because like I said, the restaurant industry, it's, you're basically an entrepreneur on your feet all the time, getting tips or whatever it is. Like, it's interesting that your sisters aren't the same way. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Are they all kind of They were older than me, so they were out of the house earlier okay. than me, and they didn't go through the restaurant working that I did. And okay, got you. All that, so. Yeah. Do you still, have you been by any of the houses that you started with? Um, are they still Most there? of them are in Shawnee, and I rarely go down there. Um, I was, there's probably, I don't know, let's see. There would have been about maybe 10 years of doing So I probably did about 10 houses there. Okay. Uh, and then when I moved up here, I ended up painting houses just to make money. Yeah. Uh, when I started. So when you decided to go that, you know, let's do this, let's get it, was that kind of, let's move to Oklahoma City and that's where everything I, is? I was tired of living and, you know, I was wanting to move to the city. I thought moving to Oklahoma City was going to be super cool. Yeah. And, I, you know, I wanted to live by Penn Square Mall. I thought that was the holy grail. Yeah. It's to get to go to the mall without having to drive for 45 minutes to come up here. <laughs> to go to an Apple store, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Well, they wasn't an Apple back yeah. then. I don't even know what, when Apple yeah. came. <laughs> so when, when was that? When did you come up to Oklahoma City? Uh, 2005. Okay. So yeah. Apple might have been out, but Maybe. I, Probably I, not. I think I was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you had a Motorola flip phone at that point, you were. Oh, that Razor was, was so cool, The Razor was it? it. Yeah. I yeah, did I not have one of those. 20, 2007, so. Did you have a Razor? Did you have a Motorola? No, I wasn't cool enough. I had like a knockoff version of like the Crazer, the little smaller one. The Crazer? <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. But it, it, was really? the, it was the knockoff version, so the it, was, crazer. it wasn't even the actual Crazer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. So when you decide to go like, right, let's do this, let's go all out, you're still painting houses to pay the bills. Um, where was that first house that was like, this is going to be, you know? Uh, it was in Oklahoma City. Was it 16th and Miller? Okay. There's a little strip of houses right there that are super cute. And I'd went to, I, I thought the house was cool and it looked kind of ran down. And they had a garage sale one weekend. And I went up there and acted like I was looking at garage sale stuff and got to talk to the person who owned it, asked them if they'd sell it. They said, actually, yeah, we'll sell it. I bought it. Yeah. And uh, that's where that started. You know, and when I first started doing it, finding a bank that wants to loan you money, it's not like nowadays where you can go to any bank in town and everybody can get money. Yeah. They were picky. So, and then they would... You weren't even known then, really, either. I was... Nobody, not much more than I am now. I mean, you just back then you you would have to you would have to have enough money to do the remodel. They might loan you the full amount to buy it, yeah, but not like it is now. Now they, you know, however it is, all these people getting loans for the bank for the for the house and the flip on it. Okay. They're not out any money. I had skin in the game, yeah, and that's and so. That's big. They would only let me do one house at a time. I had to do a house, sell it. Okay. And then the process I would miss I would miss getting to buy some good deals because they was only letting me buy one house. Right. So was was that kind of during that time was it more did you start to really like put more into each house to make sure that they sold and put your twist on it rather than just paint and carpet? Yeah, I kind of figured out what I wanted. And so that was kind of something I started early on. I just did it like I was going to live in it. Yeah. And the crazier thing is every house I did, before I was done, I thought I'm going to live here. This is cool. Really? This is the house I'm going to live in. Yeah. So. Do you still get that feeling? Yes. I had it happen today. (laughs) I mean, we're building a new house and um, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. And there's a house that came up for sale over the weekend that I just seen the sign today that I've been wanting to buy for 10 years. Yeah. And, and I just today said, you know, we might live in that. (laughs) Did I not? (laughs) So when did did your, I guess, when did your style, is there, do you know, is there a specific house where your style, like actually like this, like it's very defining that that was your style before? Probably the house, my personal house that you shot, Mm -hmm. you know, a couple years ago when we, actually had a, 
a conversation that got yeah. you to life changing conversation. Throw right? some balls yeah. and do something. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a very yeah. Yeah. Had a big role. I didn't even know you that well. Hmm. Uh, we I shot your house and we drank like two beers that night and we just got to talking and then I think two days later you messaged me on Instagram and was like hey man call me <laughs> so I did. And you went yeah. on solo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I cool. said, what are you doing, man? Yeah. He did. He really did. He, like, made me look in the mirror, and I was like... Two days later, then a couple of days later, you said, can we go to dinner? Mm-hmm. He you goes, realize? man, I think, I think I'm going to do this. Yeah. I said, what do you got to lose? Mm-hmm. Right. You ain't going to make you, no money sitting on the fence. Do you do that a lot? Do you see a lot of people mm-hmm. when you do that? I you, don't. There's not many opportunities like you see like uh-uh. that? Not many, like... I mean, anybody that knows me, I'll give you my two cents really quick. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Kenan <laughs> shot a house for me two weeks ago, and before he left, we had had a real conversation. Yeah. Uh, but, no, I mean, I'd seen his situation of what he was doing, and I was like, this mm-hmm. guy's good. You could explode. Right. And. Yeah. Does he, that kind of, like, directness and just, like, having that, you know, just, let's say, just being a man, having a man conversation, does that come from dad? family i i don't know i maybe it did my dad was pretty straight up um yeah he you knew what he was thinking yeah so maybe that's where that came from because i can see people like having that conversation with some kids today would they would crawl into a hole and die you know yeah obviously but like you know i'm saying like that it feels like that genre of or that age group of people growing up is no longer there anymore. Everyone's kind of soft. Yeah. With the exception of few. I think sometimes I come across pretty strong. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to. Right. It's just my personality, and yeah. I don't even realize I'm doing it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm kind of one of those ride or die right. deals. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, I mean, it worked, right? Yeah. I mean, and I, I, was, did, I did something. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, you have, like I said, a successful business from it, so it, you know, clearly have the potential to do what you do. Um, yeah, it's, it's really cool to kind of just see like, you know, or hear the stories, you know, of everyone that's like, sees your houses or like once, you know, I mean, Chad, my brother-in-law is like, do you see Grandy's new house? Every single time one goes up. Um, and it, it, they're all different. It's really cool to yeah. see that. It's know. boring if you did the same thing every time. And that's the fun thing that I get to do. I mm-hmm. kind of get to see something new I like and try it. Yeah. Where do you kind of draw that inspiration from? Uh, I mean, I I don't know. I like to look at lots of pictures online, and I'm always on Hows and Pinterest and mm-hmm. uh, traveling. We travel, and, you know, people are having conversation, and I'm looking at the wallpaper, <laughs> you know. Which is coming back, right? Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. In an expensive way. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first thing, I, the only thing about things makes me think of wallpaper is just like my parents re-wallpapering like a bedroom or something. I'm thinking this is just the worst thing in the world. Like, yeah. Why, you know, you have like these eight foot sheets that you like <laughs> gluing to the wall uh, and getting all the wrinkles out. It's basically what car wrapping is now, really. Isn't right. It? Just, like, um I try not to wallpaper but one maybe one room because doing what I do, I don't know what somebody's taste is. I try to do something right. bold but neutral. Yeah. Bold to me is black. Yeah. Black's good. <laughs> or neutral Can't rather. Color. You got the, you I mean got almost the, if you look at my powder bass on my online, probably seventy five percent of them are black. Yeah. Of some sort of wallpaper of some sort. Oh and your your master bedroom. My master are- bedrooms are all black. Okay. And people, you know, think, oh, my God, I don't want a black bedroom. It sounds terrible. Yeah. And, um, like, I've had some clients, when if I'm doing a house, that they end up buying before I finish, and I tell them I'm going to paint the bedroom black, and they're like, oh, no, we don't want a black bedroom. And I always say, trust me. Yeah. Let me do this, and if you don't like it when we're done, we'll repaint it. Right. And they're in love at the end. Yeah. So is that like kind of one of your signature? It things? probably is. I was doing black. I was doing black, a lot of black in houses, you know, seven years ago, uh-huh. which was about the time, I, you know, I put gold fixtures in and was doing black walls and black rooms. Um, and people thought I'd lost my mind. And then they would see it and yeah. fall in love with it. Yeah. 
like what what music you're listening to, what are you yeah. smoking, <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. And now you look in every good magazine, Restoration Hardware, Mitchell Gold, yeah. all I mean, all of their stuff, room and board. The rooms are black with their furniture in it. Yeah, did that kind of just come from just like I, it? I'm assuming it wasn't like every house I'm going to do from now on is going to have a black bedroom. It would just kind of evolved into that. It worked once. And well, just... every house you try to do something different uh-huh. and it gets, it gets tough to come yeah. up with new ideas. And that black bedroom is, seems to be just one of my main thing. I've done it in every house in the last, for the last seven years. Yeah. And I know people may go, you know, shouldn't be doing the same stuff in everybody's house, but that's the, they all sell. That's the good thing about it. I can do yeah, whatever I want. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Has it got to a point now where a lot of them sell before you are done? Probably, um, I would say half, maybe more, 60%. Okay. Which is not, you know, if you do four houses a year, you end up selling two or three before they're finished. Right. I've been very fortunate on that. So. Yeah. Uh, most of your houses, do you... Um you kind of you go back all the, like you take that you buy the house and you kind of go back to the to the foundation right um have you like obviously before when you first started you weren't doing that but like is, did when did you start doing that like all the way down to the studs <sighs> probably uh <clears throat> i don't know maybe f- the last five to seven years is that and like, which now it's turned into a problem because if i you know buy a house that i shouldn't spend that much money on it's pretty tough not to yeah. I feel like every little thing's got to be perfect, and then I look up and I've overspent on the house, and you know I sell it and I go, oh, that's awesome! I didn't make much money on it, but it was fun. Yeah, <laughs> I learned from that one. Yeah, yeah. Does that uh, go with as well as like the banks now probably being able to lend you a lot more money than when you started, and you've been having? The, uh, you know, it's the track helped record? just for my track record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like um, reputation. I've got two banks that have been incredible. Yeah, that's probably the reason I've evolved. Um, but they trust me. Yeah, because they've seen, you know, repeat year after year what I do, and they, you know, they haven't had to repo one yet. Right. <laughs> you come in and say, "Hey, I'm doing 20 houses next yeah. year." They might be like, "Hang on a second. But Every time I've tried to do more than two or three at a time, it's it's so overwhelming. I can't do it. Yeah. I mean, I just about losing my mind because it's a lot because like i said i'm so picky and on every job and mm-hmm. think i've got to make every decision on there but the thing is when it's finished i know every inch of that house right you know i, I think you and i've had conversations before about this but like you're not you're not really interested in going like more than you know one or two houses right uh-uh. you, you, like it would like kind of like i guess turning it into more of like a commercial operation you're like you you want to have your hands on and yeah um, cool. I mean, in the scheme of things, and you think about it, it sounds really awesome to do some big project with, you know, you got 20 houses going. I, I haven't come across the opportunity for that yeah. yet. I'm hoping at some point it does, okay. but it hasn't. Yeah. And I may lose my mind if I tried that. I don't know. Yeah. Was that something that, like, if it did come knocking, that if it was, like, a boutique hotel kind of thing or just something that was a lot, a little bit different? Is that I, like? Yeah, I mean, I would probably, you know, I've tried to evolve. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. From where I started to where I'm at today is massive, so I, I right. need to keep evolving. And yeah, I mean, if something came across the table that was, you know, a fun project, and I'd like to put my name on it, I would yeah. probably be all over it. Yeah. You know, and I have people ask me a lot if I'll do remodels, and I just I haven't ever done it. Okay. Because I've stayed busy enough, but if the right opportunity came crossed i would do it yeah the thing that comes to mind is that there's like a hotel house thing off class in probably close to where you live no it's not close to where you live uh um, it's on class and it's being redone right now it's like was oh, it the class motel no nah, maybe i don't know it's off in kw it's down the street like on the left you drive south this is just a massive huge like is it right building. behind um whole foods no 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 it's um i try to think what it's called lynn do you know what it's called 
I don't know what it's called. It's like a giant brick building that's being redone. It's it looks big, amazing. It's a big old estate Correct. house. Yeah. You'd know it really oh, dry, yeah, yeah, like yeah. 30th and classic. There you go. Bradford yeah. Like that's what kind of comes to mind is like just like this huge house or like Dominion House in Guthrie too would be really cool. Just something that's a house but it's now been turned into a hotel right. would be something that I that just would think be would fun. be a perfect fit. You know? Um, I did houses in uh, a few years back. I was doing houses in a few in Meston, Heritage Hills. Yeah. You have to deal with all, like, the historic stuff there, though, don't you? It's kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. It's kind of why I went north. Right. You know, and I I hadn't got to the point where I could even afford to buy a lot in Nichols Hills a few Mm -hmm. years back. So, you know, it's been baby steps to get there because everybody wants to start there. And I think the funny thing is um, most people that know me now, all they know is all these. Right cool million plus dollar houses but i mean i was buying 20 to 40 thousand dollar houses not that long ago and that's what i was working on yeah you know so you got to start somewhere mm-hmm. and I, I you know i know a couple of guys this just this last year did their first house flip in nichols hills yeah and they're still for sale yeah they they the bank shouldn't have loaned them the money they didn't know what they were doing Mm-hmm. You know, not that they didn't build a great house, but there's, you know, maybe the location, whatever. Right. And I, know, I mean, I know three people right off the top of my head mm-hmm. that are yeah, not too happy right now that they thought they were a house flipper. Yeah, there was a house for sale in, um, in Nichols Hills and it kind of, it took forever to sell and it didn't sell anywhere near what they originally listed it for. And the the way they designed it, like you walked in the front door and you could see directly huge windows at the front, and you could see directly through the entire house. So like mm-hmm. twelve foot ceilings, and it was like a barn style house that they'd made it into, and there was no kind of no like living area. It was just this giant. It looked like you could have the best house party ever because it was just mm-hmm. a giant open space. Right. I'm like, who designed? And then the kitchen, like the kitchen was great, but the island was tiny. The the sink was big enough for you know my hands and that's it you know it's it it just like i've yeah. just done this why did you do that and the guy like you said it was probably some guy i know the guy was but he was working full-time and him and a few of his buddies did it mm-hmm. probably lost a ton of money yeah you know they just it's fun it's when you sell one and make money and <clears throat> it hurts about twice that bad when you sell one and lose money i mean i lost yeah ninety thousand dollars last year on one and let me tell you something it hurts yeah so you know Everybody, it's not all what it's cracked. It's not like TV. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're buying a $5 million house because you like tend to butterflies or something yeah. like that you see on TV. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> you know, my advice to people is start with something small uh-huh. that's not going to wreck them if it doesn't sell. And, you know, yeah. start from there. But everybody wants to start at the top. Do you think Do you think that people want to start at the top because they see what you're doing? Cause I, I, cause I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I kind of feel like that, but I don't want to put myself on that platform that, oh, I'm this guy and they're that because I, just that's looks not good, the case. But, I mean, when you, when you think about it, you've been doing it for a long time. And, you know, you said 10 years, seven years, I guess, for your style. But, like, you know, I, I mean, I've, I've shot houses in Nichols Hills that – you know, if if I didn't know it wasn't you, like, you know, it's, so they're like, you can clearly see that people are seeing what you're doing and like, oh, I can do that too. But it's just not as... I've had people, and even realtors, ask me if I did, you know, this house on such and such street. I'm like, no. And they go, man, it looks just like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Which is, I guess, a compliment. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know? I mean, that means you're doing something right. Yeah. So yeah. I think, I think uh, what I'm saying is I think people see that, see what you're doing, and they're like, oh, I can do that too. I think my website has, right is, has really opened up the eyes because used to, there was no pictures right. to people to see this stuff. So now you can go to my website and look at all my projects that mm-hmm. I've done in the last three and a half years. And prior to that, there's no pictures. Yeah. And now they can go on there and look at stuff, which is cool, you know. Yeah. Uh, the only reason I did that was uh, some people would want to see some of my work before they bought the house. I'm trying to convince them that's going to be awesome. Yeah. And I had nothing to show them. So we got a website built. And now I can say go to SutterDesign.com and look mm-hmm. at my houses. See how good this black bedroom looks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they all look good yeah you know and an- another thing you're talking about signature i think my probably as big as signatures anything is my master closets okay i don't know oh, anybody yeah. does a closet like me why yeah. is it different 
It's big. <laughs> bigger than the bedroom. They're very large. Yes. It's as yeah. big as the bedroom yeah. sometimes and has washer dryers, islands, sometimes even wine coolers in them. I mean, Everything you, you don't have to walk to the kitchen or go out of your bedroom to get stuff. It's all in the closet. Yeah. And that's how I'd want to live, and that's that's why I started doing it. Right. And just that, that's kind of what it comes from is like, like if you're building this house to live in it yourself, you know, you're building everything for right. you, and then everyone's like, oh, that makes total sense. Like that's why it sells because they want it too. Right. Do you, going back to like the small early days with the smaller houses, do you miss the little houses? Um, yeah, I miss how simple it was to do those. Yeah. Because used to, it was me, and maybe I'd have one guy helping me. Uh-huh. And, you know, it was pretty low-key. The stress level was, I thought, was high, and it's nothing like it is now. Yeah. But, yeah, those houses is is really easy to do now that you know, I've done what I've done. Yeah. Um, do you ever, could you ever see yourself, like, doing something like that again? Like a small house? I've actually lately been kind of looking for a smaller project to work in on these bigger ones because, you know, there's times that... There's a pause stage yeah. on the big one, and I could have, you know, I have a couple, three guys work for me full time, and so I got to keep them food on the table. So, right. It's sometimes I need a small project for them to go work on. Do you think that uh, you would be able, like, would that turn into like one of your bigger projects where you're like hands on, or would you be able to just kind of let that one go and let it just no, be a No, I'm, maker? you know, my personality, I'd be over there, same deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You couldn't have just like a, you know, not a watered down version, but just like, hey guys, you know how we do this, go do it, and I'll right. you know, run with it. Yeah. And you, yeah, you always be over there. Yeah. It's uh, one of those just part of, you know, part of me being anal. Yeah. Is there any locations in, you know, you know primarily now Nicholas Hills, is there any locations that you have that you'd love to do a house you have just haven't, nothing's come up yet? You know, Belle Isle's always, I've done a few in Belle Isle, and, mm-hmm. you know, that's a great neighborhood. I like, I like, that and, yeah i mean of course heritage hills and crown heights and all that's always fun there's so many people down there trying to buy all those it's kind of a little bit of a rat race to get in there but those are some awesome houses yeah you know it seems like people on 16th street too are doing some crazy stuff like yeah down by empire plaza District, yeah like kind of like some i've had some opportunities to buy over there and that's i don't know i like kind of location 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 my right. deal so, there. I mean, we went down there just this weekend and ate. Yeah. And uh, I, I just don't like there's a killer house and then two doors. Yeah. The next two doors is a vacant house or, you know, yeah, it just makes it tough. Across the street, like it's. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know who's going to move in and all that. I'd like, you know, real estate. I feel like you need to be a little more sure what you're going to get. Yeah. You, but that's a great place to start. I mean. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on down there. I mean, if I was starting out, that's probably where I'd go look for houses. Yeah, definitely. Is down that direction. And they look great. Yeah. So, I mean, they're all different too, which is good. Right. Not, you know, I'm not sure such in 10 years it'd be a great place to everything live. Everything the same. Yeah. I think it's always interesting for me at least to see like what it what it used to look like and what it looks like now. I had a friend that lived on 16th Street and the house she she lived on one side of a duplex. And when she moved out, somebody bought it and just redid it. And, like, it doesn't even look anything like it. Right. Like, so that's, that's always been interesting to me is, like, being the photographer is, like, you know, seeing a before and then seeing what it looks after. And you're like, holy cow. That yeah. doesn't look anything. And, you know, in a good way. But anyways. Yeah. There's some, you know, there's some really good young guys that are doing houses that, <clears throat> you know, I look at their stuff and go, wow, that's mm-hmm. cool. And then yeah. there's some people I look at and go, wow. What are you doing? That's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Who's giving you the money to do this? Yeah. Do you, um, you know, with, with the way you do things in Nichols Hills, do you get any blowback from, like, people not liking your style compared to, like, the other house it's, on the street? Or You know, it's funny because it's like I get pushback from maybe some of the older people. Yeah. But in the same sentence, I'll have an older couple that'll walk up and Say I've been looking for something not cookie cutter for two years and write a check for it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it it happens. It's mm-hmm. it's funny the ones that I think oh this will be a young couple buy this and it'll be some you know yeah. older retired couple that just are tired of the same old thing. Yeah. yeah. 
that the house that comes to mind when you say that is there's a house on the north side of Nichols Hills that you're driving in on Penn. It's just a square block that maybe burnt down. I don't know if it actually it burned, but I don't know who set the fire. But I think Mary Fallon's daughter lives in it. It stands out like a sore thumb because it's. It doesn't look it's anything like nothing anything like, like anything that's on the street. Yeah. Yeah. But in five six years, it might be the you know look great. I think the one. I think you and I had a conversation once. I think you had a you have a house on uh, the corner of is it Trent. Trenton. Trenton, yeah, the the one that's like the Trenton and Belford. Yeah, I think, and, and you built it up really big. Yeah, and uh, I think you were telling me like people were like, well, it had it was it was a single story house, and it was on the corner, but it, that corner's as a hill, so the oh, garage is, is underneath yeah. it, so it looks like on I the on the east side, it's got a mm-hmm. you pull in and the garage is under the house. Yeah. But reality, it looks like it's a two-story, but it really wasn't. That was the garage is under the house, and then the single story was up so above it. So did you dig it. into the hill? Doing no, that one, or you I just, just kinda... I poured retaining walls and got you know where the ground was yeah. established, and then we went up and made it a two-story, true two-story house. And now from the east side, it looks like a three-story. So. Mm-hmm. The neighbors had a heyday calling the city, raising hell that I was building a three-story house, and it was over the height, you know. Yeah. You never know what you're going to get with people on Nichols Hills. I've met some really incredible people, and I've met some some real dandies. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just a different day on the job, right? Yep. (laughs) Uh, You mentioned, like, having, you know, a lot, three people now on staff. How many people do you have working for you at kind of just one time? Uh, it varies, you know, in general, I have three people that work for me full time. Um, mm-hmm. you know, certain things, you know, my electrical work, I have to get electric licensed electricians to come in and do that. And yeah. I tend to use the same guys on everything. So, but they go do other jobs, you know, the sheet rockers and right. this and that. And so, yeah. Is like the process to building the houses, are they all different? Or they all no, kind of like the same, I mean, not like, really. The, okay. the whole, you know, the whole game plan and the order you do, it's almost the same every time. Okay. So you've kind of perfected the craft I, now and it just comes I, down to the I, design? I don't know if I perfected it, but I've got it down where things go pretty quick. Yeah. And used to, it it wouldn't go as fast. How, how long does it take to start to finish, like, buying the house to sell? Uh, well, maybe not selling the house, but just to be done with the house. I mean, usually it takes about nine months. If you got it to the studs and add on and do um, the one I just finished, amazingly, I, I had no idea and I didn't even think about it. I built it in six months and like 15 days, and I just realized that last week. Yeah. It was like, holy shit. Wake up one day and like, oh, it's done. <laughs> it was done quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now it's kind of like I can do this every time. So now it just it's it's just that deal of pushing yourself every day. Yeah. Um, dealing with all the weather that you get to and all the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. And do you, you know, you have, like I said, two, one to two or three going at the time, and you're always, I guess, looking for the next lot that comes up. Every, right? Cause I every know time I one... drive to the store, I'm looking down the street for Yeah. Because there's, there's 100 other people doing what I'm doing. They're looking too. Right. And Has it got to that point now where... You know, from the early days you were missing out. Now it's more of like, if I want it, like I can get this one. Is not really missing out too um, much. Yeah, it's it's kind of that point. I mean, I can I can buy a lot more inventory than I could originally because now, I, right. of course, I can do more than one at a time. But um, you know, stuff's hard to find. The good stuff's hard to find. Oh, they want the location money for location it. deal is yeah. real. Uh, you can, I mean, I could go buy 15 houses today, but it's the key is finding one that you think you can do and right. it's in a good location and, and sell it. Because uh-huh. um, is the one that you have going right now on like Grand and May, mm-hmm. the, the, you have the lot right next to it. Mm-hmm. Did you ever think of building like a mega house on two lots? No, I haven't gotten that ballsy. No? No. Never crossed your mind? No. So you you've always just bought a house, represented studs. Have you ever thought about just like literally building from the ground up? Like I've done them? last year. I've done two. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, okay. and one of the ones on Grant, the one on Grant, yeah, it is. It's all brand new. 
Yeah. So because the houses along Grand, some they're pretty old. Apart from that one that went in on the like the last one on yeah, the end. Yeah, I mean, and just like today, the house that I looked at this afternoon was built in '53. Yeah. You know, and the guys like, are you going to tear it down or what are you going to do? I'm like, no, I'm not going to tear it down. It's as cool as shit. Yeah. Does so. that, that doesn't happen very often. Uh, probably fifty percent of the time. Mm-hmm. I try to work with what I've got if you can. Uh, sometimes you just get a one that's just a mess and you can't, you know, yeah. rotten or floor plans just terrible or, you know, whatever water right. leaks in the slab and you just kind of got to scrape it and start over or termite damage or something. But in general, I usually can take something and make something out of it. Yeah. Do you ever do any kind of like? Um, do you ever use any part of the old house and the new house, like kind of a throwback uh, situation, like a special, like hey, this brick? No, is from- you know, I've left exposed brick or different things like that over time. You know, different houses, but in general, you know, I probably don't. People like uh, new stuff, hmm. and I, you know, I try to make the kitchens and masters and living areas mm-hmm. really cool and a 1950 closets normally not on the agenda <laughs> yeah. is there anything that like starting out you saw that was a trend when you started out that's like coming back now outside of wallpaper that like went away and came back yeah in, yeah, the, yeah. in the time frame that you've been doing yeah. this yeah that's a funny question hmm I, I, not really. No, not yet. I mean, everybody everybody wants modern now, which yeah. I was, you know, what I do, people say, oh, he's doing all these modern houses. I'm really not. They're not that modern. Right. If I built what I really wanted, people would lose their shit because <laughs> it would just be a square glass box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, cool. you know, I've tried to be smart enough to kind of see what appeals to the population you know, mm-hmm. um, I don't want to put a square box with white leather furniture in it and it feels like you're in a doctor's office because that's not what people really want. Yeah. But people are going out there and building that and those are not selling because they're stale. Right. You know, it's it's cold feeling when you walk in. That's when you, you know, try to mix some colors in with your mom. Yeah. yeah, and it makes it feel a lot cozier. Yeah. Did you ever think about building, like, going back and building, like, a castle style house have you traveled to europe and the uk much i i've never been okay i got a feeling i'll probably go before yeah. my time's up but um, it just comes to mind like i mean i know there's a few places but just something that's just the old castle style. i do like, like cool. to see um like an old part of the house mm-hmm. that may be brick and frame and you build a, just a square box off of it. it's kind of like what i did on the house on on belford mm. Uh, it's mm-hmm. got a traditional two-story, real traditional-looking house, and I built a black box off the back of it, and it looks yeah. super cool. Is, um, it, is there things that you've seen, like, you know, looking and doing research and traveling that I'm sure you have just an absolute bank of all these ideas that you have, and it's just waiting for the right house to fit something onto it? Yeah, I mean, you try to come up with new stuff and, yeah. you know, it's sometimes you can put it in certain houses and sometimes you're like, you know, and I go back and look at pictures or whatever from three mm-hmm. years ago and go, man, I forgot about that. And I'm going to do that in this house because I, you know, I got thousands of pictures in my phone of mainly right. house things. Yeah. <laughs> so. When, you know, you guys travel quite a bit too. Have you ever thought about, has anyone approached you to like build a house out of state? That's they have designs? Not yet. You know, I think because I've been so closed mm-hmm. off on doing work for outside of what I do. And what sucks, I think I've kind of built that reputation. I don't even know if I'd ever get a phone call about it because yeah. um, everybody that knows me goes, well, he won't, he's not going to remodel a kitchen or do whatever. And there's yeah. times I've thought, you know, maybe I should do that, mix it in a little bit. But yeah. uh, I never, nobody ever asked me too hardly. Because everybody knows I say podcast. no. <laughs> I hope my wife doesn't. She doesn't listen to this. I'm lucky because otherwise she'd be calling you up trying to do my kitchen. So, 
That's another conversation. I'm glad she doesn't listen to the podcast. Because <laughs> uh, otherwise I'd be in a lot of trouble for a lot of things I say. Um, if I could find somebody that would, you know, which is hard to do when they're putting the money out, but if they would just say, here's the house, do what do you, you want to do it, yeah. and make it cool, they won't be disappointed. Yeah. And that's what's happened with the houses that I pre-sold. Like, they may be buying it at the sheetrock phase. Right. And I've been very fortunate. Most of the people are like, you know, we've seen what you do. We really don't want to be hands-on. Mm-hmm. And I kind of tell them that up front. Listen, I'm not the guy that we were going to go pick wallpaper and flooring out together. Yeah. That's not how this is going to work. <laughs> Play happy families. But <laughs> I've never have, in, have had anybody that was like, oh, man, this wasn't what I thought it, I was getting. Yeah. And if I pre-sell it, I usually try to do a better job. Because okay. then I really feel obligated and I'm, I don't want to disappoint mm-hmm. people. So I may go really over the top on stuff that I normally would have probably just thought, oh, this is probably going to work. Yeah. So. Is that something that, like, would be kind of natural progression and something for the future that you'd like to do more of in the future? Well, possibly. Yeah. yeah. I might. Yeah. What, what, what is, like, the end goal, I guess? I don't know if is there, there is an end goal? goal. I don't think there is. I don't yeah. ever see me retiring. I'm, you know, I'm yeah. just, I got too much energy. Yeah. <laughs> is it more of like just kind of natural progression from the small houses up to where you are now and then up to something bigger or hotels yeah, or I whatever think, it is? I think the next level's a whole different level that I haven't gotten to yet. Yeah. Um, you know, I haven't got into the $2 million three four million dollar houses yet and i don't know at what stage i will because it's right it's a big risk it's a lot of money to risk you know it's probably also if you lose you know you do a house and you lose 90 or 100 grand on yeah and then you go do one that's three or four million that usually equivalates to probably if you hundreds of thousands of dollars you could have a real screw up yeah it's not a good problem to have i don't like um failure yeah so. Do you think like now that where you where you are at now from where you started, you've kind of like, not not to say like leveled off, but you play a little bit more safer now because you're probably, older and you have more, th- probably, more to lose. Probably this last year I've probably leveled off a little bit, but my my focus has probably changed a little bit. Uh-huh. You know, with getting married and everything that's going on. That I've yeah. kind of been a little bit preoccupied. You know. Yeah. enjoying that so what's like kind of plans for the future I know obviously you know in about a couple of weeks or by the time this goes out something life changing would have happened and you have you know a new member of the family um, but after that is it kind of just kind of keep doing what you're doing scale back or, or how do you see it I, I, I don't think I'll scale back uh-huh. now I'm really feel to yeah. turn the fire up you know now I got not only did I get married and got a another mouth to feed now i'm about to have two (laughs) (laughs) yeah and so i'm i'm thinking man thinking about slowing down that's going to be probably the last thing i do but that's fine i I, i'm not one to want to sit around i mean i'm i'm up at the same time every morning and you know i'm usually balls out by the time most people are. do you have a pretty like strict morning routine it's pretty basic yeah i mean no alarm, just get up naturally. No, I have an alarm, but I, you know, I'm to the point now. It's not like I'm young. Right. Uh, I, I get up about the same time every morning. But you're not at the Some age mornings. you have to get up and piss in the middle of the night. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. no, my my morning routine's pretty quick. Okay. You know, I don't have any hair, so I don't have to comb my hair. <laughs> my beard, I do comb my beard and. Yeah. And get out the door, but it's, you know, I grab a protein bar and out the door, and I'm usually yeah. going good by 7. Is 7 that 15. kind of straight to the job site? Yeah. Yeah. And the guys obviously already there, ready to go. And yeah, I got some good time. guys. They show up like clockwork. They're there every morning. Yeah. Um, very fortunate on that. Uh, you know, if, if those guys quit me, thank God they don't listen to this. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would be in deep shit. Yeah. Is there anything, you know, this is obviously something that you're fully into, like I said, you're, you know, you know, you're perfectionist kind of thing. Is there anything that you do to just take your mind off things, get away from it? And is it hard to do um, that sometimes? 
Yeah, I mean, I have a hard time sometimes shutting down. Yeah. Uh, I tend to go to bed thinking about stuff that, you know, would be better if I just chilled out and went to sleep. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I go to the gym pretty much every day. Just it's kind of a relief. At kind know? of the end of the day? Yeah. 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 Is there anything, though, like that's more of a hobby that you just, and you know, you're not a golfer. That's something a lot of people do to just like st- take stress off. Some people add more stress. Um, Chad, if you're listening, that's for you. <laughs> um, but, you know, is there anything like, I know you're a car guy, you know, you had bought and sold cars at a young age and, you know, have a big truck now and love the truck kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's more of, it's a nice work vehicle, right? You kind yeah. of get the best of both worlds. Right. It's way too nice for me to be working out of. Yeah. And, you know, I I say that every time I get a new truck. I'm like, oh, shit, why am I doing this? And then I drive off and go, man, this is cool. This is cool. This is what it's supposed to do is drive yeah. around. It, in it's, it's a Raptor, right? Yeah. Yeah, those, I mean, those things are built to be tough. Yeah, it's, they're a beast. I yeah. mean, uh, I just bought this one recently because the other one that I had got in an accident and totaled. Yeah. And I went and drove, you know the other brands and like to the point of damn near pulling the trigger yeah on on a gm product that i thought was equivalent to that raptor the new gladiator no it was it was an at4 yeah which they're awesome they look great but man i mean there's they're just a i mean i hate to say it there's a difference yeah and she could tell it yeah we went and drove it and she looked at me like are you for serious? real? Are you shitting me right now? <laughs> yeah. So that Raptor, you know, that's a beast. Yeah. Do you have any? Do you have a dream car that you would love to have back from like high school days that you would love to rebuild or have one? No, because I, I always drove Mopars, Cudas, yeah. you know, Super Bs and all that stuff. Everybody back then wanted Camaros, and yeah, I was, you know, wanted my own thing then, and not a lot of people drove. Uh, Mopars and all that now. I wished I had those cars back. Yeah. I may not have to work so hard. Yeah, right. Um, but, you know, I, I I always bought and sold the old cars up until about six, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, this is this is a pain in the ass. The brakes never work good. The air, you know, cold air in one of those is both winds down at 75. Yeah. So I kind of got tired of that. So I like new shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything coming out recently? Like coming out? I mean, GT500 came out a couple of days ago, released. And stuff. You know, I had a GT350, and um, it's like my dream car. Uh, I need it. It was, it was fun to drive. I had fun driving it, but you know, as I've gotten older, it's crazy. I like bigger stuff. Yeah. You know, I drive a Panamera, and used to, of course, I wanted a 911. Yeah. And I thought if I could get a 911, you know, I'd hit the jackpot. Then I got to the point where I could afford one. I'm like, well, I don't want that little piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. And then, so I bought Panamera because they're four-door, but uh, they ride well. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, I like driving a big truck. Yeah. I'd like to have a new G-Wagon. They would be nice. I had one of those and didn't drive it that much and ended up selling it. And it was hard to stomach that kind of money in a vehicle. Right. So, but well, especially when the older ones look exactly the same outside. You can't of the tell interior. them apart. You but, cannot. Yeah. And they they honestly ride about like a jeep. Yeah. Like literally. And they're not very big inside. They're a lot more delicate. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. fast. I mean, the AMG an AMG uh, G wagon it will haul ass, but I mean you're gonna you better hold on to the steering wheel because it's bouncy. Yeah. And just like a jeep, uh-huh. you just may have one hundred fifty thousand in it versus you know forty. Yeah, exactly, and not have to you know, throw some big tires on it. And right, killer. I think they have a like a off-road version of the G, of a G wagon. They, they have do like have a, a lifted G wagon, and it's more money. those are you know a used ones two hundred seventy-five thousand. Yeah, which I've, I've told her that's if we ever hit the, if y'all see me driving one of those, we hit the fucking jackpot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's really uh, what I yeah. want is a lifted G wagon. Okay. I mean they're sick, but they're three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, they are. And yeah. it's just like, you know, who's got the money for that? Or something like that? Yeah. Called, yeah. Massive. Yeah, the four, yeah, four squared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would. I'm not really a Mercedes fan, but I would have. I, I had a Mercedes um, S550, and I bought it in Dallas one weekend. I got there at the dealership at about 
10 to late. Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody, it was a pro golfer in, in Dallas's. It was his car he had traded in for a Bentley and you know, 22s on it. It was murdered out. And I just thought, man, this thing's cool. And it was fast. It was yeah. probably faster than my Porsche. And by the time I drove it home, I thought, I'm going to kill myself. And I, so I kept it, you know, for two months. Yeah. And I ended up trading it for that GT350 Mustang, just trying to get myself out of that yeah. crunch. I'd put myself, you know, because I was going to lose my ass on that car. Right. So I ended up trading for a GT350, a brand new one from a guy that had ordered it. Yeah. And anyway, I kind of traded my way out of it. Do you do that a lot? Ran make just random like I want this. I'm going to make this decision, and then uh, yeah, it probably it happens. It does it's a happen. Thing, isn't it? it's like and a, you know, it's by. just like I'm just like everybody. You know, buy remorse. It hits you, and you go, <laughs> "Shit, man, was yeah. I really doing this?" Yeah, yeah. But like, it's it's something that I I still do, and like I don't think you'll ever stop. Right? It's just like a guy thing that yeah. that's your inner child. It's and you're like, I want is. it. I'm going to have it. You get home, and you're like. I hope I don't get divorced because I know what I've done today. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw there's a GT350, an orange one, for sale at uh, the Chevy dealership. And oh, I wow. drive past it on up here, and I'm like, if I go home in that, I'm sleeping in it. Like, town would kill me. Um, and I probably wouldn't have a green card anymore. She'd get rid of me as well. So I'd lose more than, than my marriage. I'd lose everything out here. Um, but no, like, uh, yeah, this is, this has been awesome. I really appreciate both of you coming down, you know, to chat about this and, you know, share, share the story and, you know, people listening to this are going to know more about you and get to know, you know, not just see you having lunch somewhere in Nicholas Hills in, you know, dressed in, you know, the funny thing, the, the funny part is nine out of 10 people that see me and realize who I am, they, they literally are blown away. Mm-hmm. They go, I, I, I had no idea that was what you look like. Yeah. They're looking for, I don't know what they're looking for, because I usually have on work boots, muddy yeah. pants. I mean, just, you know, normal coat. I look like just one of the guys, which I am. Yeah. But I've had people go, oh, I didn't know you look like this. They expect you to look like the guy from Grand Design. Yeah. 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 Whatever his name is. I don't know what his name is, but, you know. Mr. Rogers type looking, right? right. I don't know. I mean, and then, once again, these a lot of these builders, you know, they're dressed up half nice yeah. every day, and they go check on their jobs, and they're probably playing golf in the afternoons. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I can kind of test that. I, one of the first times I ever actually met you, like ever, because I shot a couple of your houses before I even knew who you were. Right, and I showed up and. I didn't know that it was you because you were just, you know, you were looking like you're working and, you know, your dirty clothes or, you know, yeah. like I said, I don't even know what I was expecting, but I didn't know that it was you. Yeah. And you're, you're walking up the driveway like, is Randy here? And yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've, I've had that happen <laughs> uh, many times. Yeah. And it's it's kind of, it's actually kind of funny. It's kind of good though, right? Cause it just keeps you down to earth, right? Just yeah. Just like the two you are, you don't have to like put anything on or try and impress everybody like that's it seems like right. that's something that you've done your entire I assume you've done your entire life it's yeah. not like like some people who they get successful and then they start to they have to look successful right yeah um, but yeah I'm not a suit and tie guy no I'm the best dressed guy there is if it's casual I'm the guy yeah <laughs> if you want me to dress up I, I you know I've got a what do I what I need to wear yeah was the only time you dressed kind of like a penguin this year was your wedding uh, we went to the Red Shoe Gala for okay. the Ronald McDonald House, which we're big uh, fans of. Yeah, um, we've I've went to that the last three years, but other than that, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's five friends who just get claustrophobic in suits. I'm like, I don't know if I could wear a suit to be honest. I with don't you. think I've ever seen you in a suit. I don't think there will be. I would pay to see you in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Anyway, um, I don't want to take any more of your time because, you know, time is precious and, and you're obviously very busy. And, you know, this is a, an awesome time with a baby on the way. Congrats to both of you. Congrats you. for having the wedding this year and everything that's going on. And, you know, just life in general, it's an awesome time uh, to see you both so happy. It's really cool. Thank so. you. And I appreciate you asking me. I know you asked me a year ago and I panicked <laughs> and that's why I haven't came on because yeah. I didn't know how this would go no it's nothing and it's, it's uh, been pretty fun yeah, yeah. so awesome well I really appreciate back. it how can people the websites what is the website suddertdesign.com okay s-u-d-d-e-r-t-h design.com and that's where they can see absolutely everything yep get in touch awesome they can also follow you on uh, Instagram 
Yeah, you can same thing. Sutter Design on Instagram. Okay. If they want to see anything, you know. Yeah. See the black bedrooms. Legendary black bedrooms. Yeah. And Legendary mass, black bedrooms. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, awesome. Well, really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. I'll post all the links down below and definitely check out Randy and his stuff and send him a message. Wish him all the best for the little ones on the way. So catch you next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram. This podcast was produced by Mike Hearn and Ian Weston, mixed by Alan Brown, with music by Chad Duro.